CanadianEvergreen.com is your trusted news source for all things green, offering up-to-date news and stories from Canada's booming cannabis industry. Content you can trust from Black Press Media. PQ Beat is the official podcast of the Parksville Colican Beach News. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening. I'm Peter McCulley. Paul Drummond has retired as general manager of Tynamara after 16 years at the resort. We'll talk to Paul about his time here, there, and everywhere, as Paul has enjoyed a long career in the hospitality industry that has seen him work all over the world. Thanks for joining us today, Paul. It's great to be here, Peter. Thanks for inviting me. How many years have you been working in the hospitality industry, and where did you get your first job? If I told you how many years, then you'd know how old I am. But I started in the business when I was 16. A couple of buddies of mine and myself went to McDonald's. We applied there, and the same day we applied to McDonald's, we applied at a hotel called the Regina Inn. We got jobs at McDonald's first, so after 10 days, I got a call from the hotel. Lo and behold, my buddies and I left McDonald's, and we started the Regina Inn. It was 16 years of age. How much was a hamburger at McDonald's in those days? Oh, man, I have no idea. I think I got it free when I was working the lunch shift from school. We were talking about this the other day, a couple of us, and we hadn't gotten our driver's licenses yet, but we had gone down to the new McDonald's when it opened in Dartmouth, and we could get a cheeseburger for 35 cents. It's not unreal, huh? I was there with my grandkids on Saturday night, and between the five of us, it was $45. So it's a bit of a change yeah. <laughs> from the 35-cent days, Peter. I think you're aging yourself now, too. Well, we're the same age. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I know from our previous chats that you've been employed in the industry all over the world. I'm sure you've got some interesting stories that you could tell us. And I know you worked in Chicago for a number of years. I was in Chicago prior to coming here, actually. Five years in Chicago. Absolutely loved it. Long story short, I managed Harrison Hot Springs. I was there for five years, and that property got sold. The company moved me to Minneapolis. I was there for a year, and then I was moved to Chicago and absolutely loved it. Very small town, like Parksville. I think the area was about nine and a half million. So like Parksville, it's very tiny. Did you bump into Oprah Winfrey or Barack Obama in Chicago? Barack was in the Senate at the time, so I have met him at parties. My wife was uh, fortunate enough to have her hand touched by Oprah at, at one of her tapings, and I don't think she's washed her hands since. It's a little <laughs> bit dirty, but she's very proud of Oprah touching her left hand, and she still talks about it to this day. The only thing that would have made that better if she had been one of the people that got the car key. That didn't quite happen. I've always wanted to see the pyramids. My wife and I talk about that. And you probably saw them from your office window in Cairo. My office is a little bit farther away from Giza, so I didn't quite see the pyramids from there. But absolutely amazing. It's hard to believe that 4,600 years ago that these could be built. The engineering feat is absolutely incredible. We love seeing it. Love the history that was around Cairo. And I still remember a one-and-a-half-year-old daughter who's now 28. She and I were riding a camel in the Sahara going around the pyramids, and she's jumping up and down on the back of this camel, drinking a bottle of milk, and it was uh, quite a sight. And what was the property you were at at that time? Worked for a company called Senesta. It was in an area of Cairo called Heliopolis, which is New City. Nothing there was new, but that's what they called it. That would be a great spot from which to travel and see the rest of Mediterranean, I would think. It would be, Peter, and we didn't spend a lot of time there. We experienced a 6.9 earthquake when we were there, and we just decided that wasn't the country for us, and we went back to Asia and ended up working in Singapore again for a few years, and the family loved that a lot more. It was nice to go to Cairo, but it was equally nice to leave and go somewhere else. <laughs> Malaysia is a very busy tourism spot, very progressive area. I'm always surprised when I look at videos of Malaysia and see the large office towers and how progressive-looking they are. It's incredible. We spent three years in Singapore and five years in Malaysia. Between the two, they're very different countries. But Malaysia, we always really appreciated for the cultural experiences. 
there's three distinct nationalities. Uh, they're all Malaysians, but the festivals and the food was absolutely incredible. Singapore itself is really where you see all that commercialism and everything was new and high-tech and building. And there were three people at the time that really ran Singapore, and they said the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. It was Lee Kuan Yew, his son, and the Prime Minister was Go. But they did an event at the hotel that I worked at, and they had this three-dimensional plan. It was called Wawasan 2020. So Wawasan is uh, vision. So it was Vision 2020, but they had the whole city mapped out with how it would look 20 years after I was there. And to this day, it's pretty darn accurate to what they had. Amazing how they have the foresight. How about a quick speed round of questions? Let's go for it. Most famous person you've met? I had the pleasure of and honor of serving Lady Di in 1986. That was absolutely probably the epitome of what I think is the highlight. And where was that? That was at the Pan Pacific in Vancouver. You've traveled to exactly 50 countries. Do you have a favorite? I have a favorite island. Indonesia is the country that this island's in, but our favorite place is actually Bali. Uh, absolutely amazing part of the world. The people are phenomenal, and it's just so gorgeous. Where haven't you been that you'd like to go? Bucket list is the South Pacific and heading hopefully down to Australia and New Zealand at some point. So we'll look forward to that in our retirement years. Was there a time working abroad that you were in a place where a historical event happened? You mentioned the 6.9 earthquake. That'd probably be right up there. It was up there, but probably bigger than that was I worked a little island in Malaysia called Palau Pankor. That was on the west coast of Malaysia. It was not on most maps, but the Gulf War started when we were there. And it was three days after the Gulf War started that we actually found that it had happened because news was so difficult to get in that area, very remote. Sounds like an idyllic spot. Lots of sand beaches. Oh, the sand was absolutely gorgeous. And a couple of stories really quick, Peter. We used to go into the office every morning, and there was monkeys licking the condensation off the <laughs> air conditioning on my window. Like every single morning, there was a mom and a baby, and that was pretty remarkable. November 11th, Remembrance Day, so November 11th, 1990, I got called to the front desk because there was a four-and-a-half-foot cobra hissing at the staff behind the front desk. It was trapped. So I, of course, did crowd control because I had no idea how to handle it. But lots of little stories like that, uh, fun part of the world. How did you get rid of the snake? I called maintenance. (laughs) (laughs) They have a big metal pole, and they stick a rope through it and make a lasso, and they catch it that way. It's pretty remarkable. Clean up on aisle three. That's exactly it. I think the boys had a nice dinner that night. Favorite regional food dish? Man, there's so many. Love a good nasi goreng. That's from, from Malaysia. Chicken rice, spectacular. Satay fish. There's such good food over there. And again, with the three influences of the different nationalities, the food is amazing. So a guy who's been to 50 countries, if you're driving down the main drag here in Parksville, what CD do you pop into your CD player? Peter, I don't think CDs exist anymore. They don't? <laughs> My car has one. <laughs> yes. They don't necessarily have the CDs anymore. <laughs> My wife and I uh, just got back from Vegas. One of her favorite bands is Keith Urban. So we went down and did that and uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. So I would go back and see Keith again, and we listen to the country quite a bit. Yes, we really enjoy Keith Urban as well at my house. If you had two free hours, what would you do with it? I would probably nap right now, and once I'm retired, I'd probably get nine holes of golf in. Tiny Mare has been a huge part of the tourism industry on Vancouver Island. For many years, it's played a big part in keeping folks employed over the years in this area, whether it's summer students or full-time staff for the core team. Any idea how many people have been employed at the resort during your 16 years? Oh, I couldn't even guess, Peter, but I can tell you, like right now, we've got 320 team members, and summertime we go as high as 350. But the more people I talk to in the community, somebody in their family has worked there as a child if they've lived here for a long time or what have you. So we've definitely contributed to a lot of the families in this area, and it's all a big part of Tynamara. 
Paul, 15 years ago, you and your team began the Tiny Mara Toy Drive for the SOS, and it has grown to be the best community event in Parksville, Qualicum Beach, if I do say so myself. It's pretty spectacular, isn't it, Peter? And, you know, you got to take a hat off to the community because they come out in droves. And this year was no exception. Numbers were absolutely phenomenal, and what they've donated was just through the roof. You're right with all the economic and financial and affordability issues this year. It certainly was a time for the community to pitch in. And what did the SOS realize from that generosity? They generously donated 2,527 toys, which is almost 1,000 toys more than it has ever been given in the past. In terms of cash and gift cards, almost $31,000 in cash and gift cards. And that includes a $1,500 bursary from RBC, so thank you for that. But last year was about 20000 so we're up 50% in cash and gift cards over last year, which was a previous record. Amazing. Any idea how much the community has contributed to the SOS through the toy drive over the 15 years? You know, we started so slow, Peter. I actually don't look at all 15. I look at the last 12, even looking at the last 12. This particular year was 10 times higher than it was 12 years ago. In total, looking at that, the community has donated over 20,000 toys, $42,000 in gift cards, $107,000 in cash and checks, a little over $5,000 at Tynamara donated during COVID because of how we had to do the toy drive and about $3,500 in grants, so a total of $157,000 in cash and gift cards from the community. So absolutely incredible, and I tell you, it's got to put a lot of smiles on kids' faces that wouldn't have smiles ordinarily. You're leaving Tynemere in good shape. You renovated the kitchen, I want to say five years ago, but it's probably longer than that, right? Probably about that, but it's still looking good. Large number of the units have been renovated recently. I know the spa is scheduled for a facelift, if you'll pardon the pun. Yes, exactly. Yeah, we finished off the waterfront building, so there's 92 units over there. So those were done in the last four or five years, so that's about half the resort. Absolutely spectacular rooms now. The spa, we're shutting down as of, I think it's January the 8th, and the spa itself will be closed for about, about five weeks. And the treetop the restaurant over there, we're closing for about eight weeks. So renovating the, the locker rooms in the Grotto Spa, we're adding some saunas in the outside patio, so reviving and refreshing that whole thing after we just celebrated our 20th anniversary. And the treetop kitchen, we're renovating completely putting about a million dollars into the kitchen itself. Big renovation, but 20 years young, it's time. A lot of folks come from all over to get married at Tynamara. They have their family stay. What's the farthest afoot you've had a couple come in and get married? That is a really good question, because we have a lot of elopements as well. So we have had people from Europe, but I can't remember exactly how. They have family here, so they came here and did the small wedding. You know, there was a couple from England, and we had a couple from Toronto that was here last year. They booked out on a Monday night, and I think they took about 70 or 80 rooms and just had a blast. You've been involved in various tourism boards over the years, locally and up and down the island, and provincially. What have been the biggest changes in the hospitality industry that you'd consider to be positive? It's technology. The speed in which things get done now, somebody can go on their phone and make a reservation, where in the past it was pick up the phone, now it's all by email or by app. It's made us have to be very nimble and be able to react to guests very quickly. And that's probably the biggest change is just the speed that things happen. Speaking of which, you've decided to retire. I have. <laughs> and it was just yesterday you were working at McDonald's in Regina. What do you have planned? I think the big thing for my wife and myself is just to enjoy our grandchildren and the families. Both of our girls are here with their respective spouses and families. We want to do some traveling. and You never know when your health is going to change or when things are going to throw a curveball at you. And uh, it's time to look after ourselves. We've worked hard, and and it's time to enjoy each other and enjoy the rest of our lives. What would be your advice to those considering a career in hospitality? It is an amazing business. It's not one that you'll get rich, but the opportunities are endless. 
find somebody who believes in you and supports you and just take the different opportunities. I've had the pleasure, again, to work all over the world, and it's by taking chances and taking risks, but there's very few jobs that afford you that, and it's just an amazing career. Thanks for being with us today, Paul. Best of luck in retirement. Thanks very much, Peter. Maybe I'll see you in the golf course, buddy. Or at the seafood counter at the grocery store. That sounds really good, too. A little lobster thermidor. That's this edition of PQ Beat. If you have comments or suggestions, you'll find our contact information on our website, pqbnews.com. Get fast access to breaking news by signing up now to Black Press Media's free newsletters and stay informed with all the latest news delivered directly to your inbox. You'll have access on any device, so you never have to miss out again on the information you need to know. 